Hello, everybody. Welcome back to No Internal Monologue, where I talk about whatever I want. And guess what? Um, if you don't know already, I I talk about whatever I want. I really don't know when to shut the hell up. So there you go um, for you newbies out there. <laughs> you freaking newbies. Um, so I have a very special guest on the podcast. Um, we have another small business interview, and we are interviewing Charlie from Vibrasure. How are we doing? Good. How are you today? Good. Am I pronouncing your name right? Vibrasure? Yes. Brazier. That's correct. Perfect. Sounds good. Because I'm always, like, so insecure about, like, just biffing people's names. Because, like, I have a very difficult last name as well. So I'm just kind of like, I don't, uh, like, I don't want people to, like, you know, look at me and be like, why the fuck did you say my name like that? I was like, oh, like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I never said I was intelligent. (laughs) We can get into that uh, at some point. But, yeah, the spelling of... Bob Razor is it's actually spelled different than the actual spelling of my last name just really? to help with yeah just to help with like pronunciation and also the z looks cooler in the logo so <laughs> nice there you go <laughs> yeah we love so. that we love that for you um so speaking of getting into all that you are a newcomer on to no internal monologue so yes. we would love to know you know who are you where are you what are you tell us a little bit about yourself let's get to know you yeah, so I'm Charlie Brazier. Um, I am the owner of Bob Brazier, which is a clothing brand based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, pretty much, that's just, that's what I do. I, I make clothing, and that's my passion, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I could <laughs> go further, I guess, into that, but I don't know if... <laughs> you know. Yeah, I gotcha. And um, it's super exciting too to get to actually like connect like the face to the person. Obviously, like for those out there, you can't, we this is not a visual podcast as of right now, so you can't see his face. But just interacting with you face to face and getting to talk to you, have like a full on conversation, it's really really cool to do that. Is this your first podcast that you're that you've ever done? This is my very first podcast. Wow. And I'm kind of like jumping out of my comfort zone yeah. so hang in there with me everyone listeners will get through <laughs> this but <laughs> i got gotcha. no, i'm very excited and uh thankful for this opportunity so thank you yeah absolutely not a problem um and with that in mind as well since it is your first time i want to make sure like no regardless if it is your first time or your seventh time like i want to make sure people feel as comfortable on this show as possible so if there's anything that you're kind of just like got it just let me know we'll move on um, and anything else that you want to dive in on, literally, this is a space where I want you to feel as safe and as comfortable as possible to express yourself as authentically as you can. So hopefully I'm able to do that for you as we go along. Um, so speaking of going along, um, honestly, I have some catch-ups of the week. We can get into a little catch-up of the week, see how our weeks have been going, um, just to get started. Um, I, as some of you may know, I've expressed it in like the like first couple of episodes. I just started a new job, um, where I'm going to be a front house manager at a restaurant. And it's very, it's very random when you just take it out of context like that. But, um, I can't tell the backstory because like, I don't want people to know, like, what, I don't want people on here specifically to know, like where I'm at, what restaurant it is, what's going on there. Cause I want to keep 
that world and this no eternal monologue world as separate as possible just you know to protect myself over here protect the people that are associated with the restaurant over there just (laughs) you know so it's a little hard to do that but it's okay right now I feel like we're doing pretty good um we're getting more people on our staff so we're going to be opening up our doors pretty soon and that's super exciting um and other than that like my week's just been really focusing on that um I got to go home this weekend and I got to see my family for Easter and honestly it's like one of the first Easter's I've worked I haven't had to work in a long time so I was just like I get to just chill out on this Easter Sunday wow this is new like that's always nice. Right. I caught up on some sleep. Ooh, Lord, I caught up on some sleep. <laughs> it was it was nice. Um, and honestly, and then after that, well, not after that, like before that, before I went to my parents' house, I actually went to get some new ink. So that's exciting as well. Now um, I'm up to, if you count all of my stick and pokes, I am up to 21 tattoos. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm a little tatted up. I'm like a coloring <laughs> I'm like a coloring book. Um <laughs> but yeah, other than that, going home, getting everything at the restaurant set up, getting fresh ink. Honestly, that's pretty much my catch up of the week as well as, you know, getting some merch stuff going over on this end. Um but other than that, I'll shut up for a little bit. How has your week been? <laughs> my week has been very hectic. Um it's a big week for me. Mm-hmm. So um, like you were saying, you have your new job. Uh, I also work a day job. Yeah. So um, just like it's always like week to week, how is everything going to work around my day job? Right. So um, when I have more things to do for the brand, it can be a little more um, hectic throughout the week. But this week has been a really big week because I've got this podcast that I'm doing today. Yeah. And then. I have an upcoming trip to um, Milwaukee, going to Milwaukee for a, there's a brand that is just like one of the biggest inspirations for me and my clothing brand. They are opening their first actual brick and mortar store. So I'm going to be going to their, it's like a soft opening. So basically just a big hangout. Um, So I'm going to that. So I've been like, making pieces all week to take to that to just like give to people yeah and um yeah so like doing that i'm packing uh making pieces and just like kind of stressing out but also just like very excited for all of it so yeah it's it's fun but i want to just say like the idea of like what you talked about of keeping like your outside like your two different lives separate like the work life and then your what you do on the side is such a uh it's like a hard thing to do but i i definitely agree with you on that Mm -hmm. um yeah i just kind of really i just wanted to agree with you on that but we could (laughs) go further into that if you wanted to but yeah of course so um with me so i work at I'll just put it out there. I work at Target. I just, I work in the style department of Target. So Ooh, um, style department. Um, like it. <laughs> it. It has to be style. Like yeah. what I'm, it has to deal with clothing and fashion in some sort of way. Even if it's like, <laughs> even if it's Target, you know, like it's still going to be style. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, what are you going to do, like, packaging? Like, <laughs> right. Like, I'm just going to pick orders all day. But, no. <laughs> um, so, like, that is something that I never really anticipated with the brand so soon was, like, having some sort of success and then, like, having my coworkers kind of figure out about it. Which yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I'm proud of my brand. Like I want people to know that I have it and that I'm doing this. So yeah. I've talked about it before, but now it's like a thing. And so like when I'm at work, people are like, Oh, I see your TikTok or, Oh, I see, you know, and <laughs> if anyone from work listens to this, like, thank you for supporting me. <laughs> but <laughs> it does get like kind of, not annoying like obviously they are happy for me but yeah I don't know it's just like so new to me that it's kind of it's just odd wasn't expecting it yeah I feel that and again I also agree with what you said about like hey like I'm very proud of everything that I do here and Mm -hmm. of course like if someone finds me from work then like fine you know like I I'm at the point where, like, I don't want those worlds to collide simply, well, for a couple reasons. One, for the fact that, like, I do not want to be taken advantage of, number one. And number two, I want to protect the identities over at the restaurant. And I want to keep those separate because those people, they didn't ask for this kind of platform. But I did. So I don't want to bring anyone into that that doesn't consent to doing that. Um, And number two... um, of course, like over at the restaurant, um, things are a little bit more professional over there. We have to keep like clientele coming in. And of course, like it's going to be a little off at first seeing like, hey, um, can I get your manager? And you're like, yeah, for sure. And then I show up like <laughs> like 20, uh, 23 year old tattooed, nose pierced Gen Zer who has a podcast on the side and is working like three jobs and is just sitting there just like, hi, I'm tired. What do you need? You know what I mean? Like, it's a little, it's, it's a little jarring. Um, and especially like the content that I create, same with you, like, oh, I saw your TikTok or like, oh, I saw your Instagram, like the content I post on there, obviously I'm proud of the content that I put on there. And I'm really, really careful about what I post on there to make sure it's authentic to me. But at the same time, it is like, relevant respectful like nobody's gonna look at that and be like hey you exposed my identity on here you know what i mean so just keeping those as separate as i can literally i was doing a couple of interviews on monday and one of the interviewees just already found my podcast account and i was like okay you know what that was quick but you know what (laughs) fine like fine like if you want to support me fuck go on ahead like you do you but Maybe it's also the fact that, like, separating that professional from another type of professional relationship. Because, like, this professional looks vastly different from the restaurant professional, you know? And I want to keep those as separate as possible. And I know that some people really don't know how to separate those kind of relationships in their mind. I mean, fuck, I have trouble with it sometimes. Like, I'll look at someone and even though, like... For example, like I was a server over at my other restaurant and over there, like I had to make sure it'd be like, hey, what happens at work? Like stays at work. Like they may be a shitty coworker, but maybe they're a great friend outside or like maybe they're a shitty friend outside, but like an amazing coworker. Who knows? But like it's really hard to separate that those kind of relationships sometimes. But I'm learning like, hey, 
I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> like I'm right. going to have to start doing that. And of course, like I'm courteous of those who really are not experienced with separating those roles in their mind, but I'm going to try to make sure it's as easy for me and as easy for other people as possible. So yeah, I totally agree with the whole like, hey, like here's my day job. Like let's not intertwine that with my side gig, you know. So, like, the day job and having other ventures that you're, like, super passionate about for, that's something that I'm blessed to be in any sort of position where I can kind of just give advice or insight on that because, so I've been working on Bob Rager since, like, 2020, and so basically, like, I wouldn't say the success was overnight because it obviously wasn't but like to be working on it for so long and then like the last two months of uh 2022 for it to like actually see some success it seems like it's overnight so like I took that I had that success and I was able to then take some time away from Target and focus on just the brand and through that time of being off, it was like close to two months. Um, I really started to figure out that like you, you have to keep them separate. Well, not everyone, me personally, I don't want to speak for everyone, but for me personally, I have to keep them separate because the, the negative energy that I was getting at my day job was pouring into vibrator so much more than I would have ever seen had I not taken that time away yeah and that just kind of like changed my whole mindset going back to to target was like things are not going to happen the way that I want them to happen Mm -hmm. every day (laughs) like I have to go in and people are going to have me do stuff that I don't want to do people are going to say things to me that you know are going to upset me but at the end of the day I have to make it what I'm going to make it like as corny as it is, like the day is going to be what you make it. Yeah. So that's really been like my new mindset is like just trying to stay positive going into that. That way it's not like affecting my other stuff negatively because, um, like mental health too is a really big thing to me. And, um, you know, that's like number one priority. You have to be sharp mentally so yeah just staying positive and um yeah that has been like probably the best for me as far as like the brand is having that time and now being able to separate the two and keep things where they need to be so yeah that must be really nice um so honestly getting into it right away um you launched your small business like you said back in 2020 um during covid basically um, so would you want to tell us about like how you got started in the first place? Like what really motivated you to just go for it? You know what I mean? So, um, I was working with, so right out of high school, I graduated 2018. So right out of high school. Oh, same. Nice. Class of 2018. 2018 uh, <laughs> So I haven't thought about that in a while. So right out of high school, I really discovered a collective called Misfits Rep. So Misfits Rep is just 
a collective of individuals. Uh, if you want the like definition of it is a collective of individuals dedicated to raising the consciousness of humanity through art and science. So it's okay. a mouthful, yeah. but it's like, so basically, um, Jaden Smith created this collective for people to just create art and just meet people, connect with people and just change the world through art. Yeah. So, um, the idea of that was like something that just kind of really excited me. So let me back up a little bit too. This is where I was talking about my, uh, getting off on like losing my train of thought. So no, oh, yeah, you're good. We'll, we'll get back to the, uh, misfits, but yeah, the town that I grew up in is very small, very like, like, I guess sheltered, not a lot of opinions coming in or out. It's just kind of there. Yeah. So while I was in high school, I never really like it was, you play basketball and go home, you know, like that's it. Yeah. So it was never like, there was not a lot of self-discovering. There was not like figuring out what your passions are that just didn't happen there. So it was, it was after high school that I found these things that I really uh, gravitated towards. Mm -hmm. So Misfits Rep was that first thing. Um, so through them, they, they have like a record label, so they make a lot of music. Um, so they have a lot of music artists and that was like their main form of art at the time. Um, but they also had a clothing line that was like, pretty small in comparison to these other brands, but I was just like fully into that aspect of things. So like more of the fashion side rather than the music. Um, and at that time of self-discovery, I was like, Oh, maybe I want to be like a musician. I never like I maybe played <laughs> I think I played violin for like a year when I was little, but you know, so like, no, that's not it. It's definitely not going to be a musician, mm -hmm. but um, I was like, well, maybe it's design. So then I started to, um, I got an iPad. So first it was procreate mm -hmm. started, you know, drawing, making designs on there. And um, through that, I started posting as a misfits rep representative from Tennessee. So I ran the uh, misfits rep Tennessee page. Wow. And through that, I was just like drawing inspiration from anything that they were releasing. We were just kind of like, there were people from different States representing the collective. And we were all just kind of like making our our own art, but it all fell under Misfits Rep. Okay. So it's like kind of confusing, but there are people all over the country making their own art. But if you, the only way to promote your art was through Misfits Rep. So that was great. I really love that. Yeah. Um, Misfits Rep is like, I literally have their logo tattooed on me. Like 
they're part of my life forever. Yeah. But I knew that that wasn't going to be something that I could do forever. Like, that wasn't going to be a career path for me. Mm-hmm. So I then started brainstorming, well, what is it for me? What I know I want to make clothing. I know that it's fashion. So what is, what's my brand? So now we're into like COVID times yeah. and there are other brands like the one that I'm going to, uh, Friday. So unfinished legacy, I'll shout them out. They, um, started making their clothes and just like posting on TikTok, And the whole time I was just like coming up with my ideas and just working by myself. I never really put anything out there in the beginning just because I still was like, so I was like, had the idea that everything had to be perfect at Mm. the beginning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It just never is, but it took me a while to, and it took some maturing too, I think to realize that that's just how it's going to be. Um, so yeah, Bob Brazier was born in that time period of like discovering myself and what my career is going to be. Um, yeah. So that's like how it was born. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are a lot of things that I really resonated with that. So, um, for example, you said that you grew up in a very like small town if you don't yes. mind me asking, um, how many people did you graduate with? Do you remember? My graduating class was, I believe, like either 32 or 34. Mm-hmm. I also, and that was like, yeah. That was a big class for yeah. my school. <laughs> yeah, so. I grew up um, in a very small town as well. And I ended up graduating same year, 2018. And I graduated with a high school class of like 47, 48. So it's very, very small. And um, I really related to you when you said that, like, really a lot of people really didn't explore their passions in high school. Like, you played basketball, then you go home. Like, it really wasn't, like, I, and of course, I wasn't really an athlete. I was more of, like, a speech kid. I was more like a choir kid. I mean, for 10 years, I wanted to go into musical theater, and I wanted to be on Broadway. Um, So, of course, like, doing that, like, I was one of the, like outcast quote unquote per se because a lot of people over there like they were athletes and they were doing this and doing that and they wanted to go in this certain field and this certain field and like nobody in my class really wanted to go for like oh I want to like make it in the entertainment industry I want to do this and people were like um you sure about that (laughs) um and um I also related with the fact that like when you first started off doing these kind of things, like you wanted everything to be perfect just starting off. And I know that some people out there also struggle with this where like, it's almost like you stress yourself out to make everything perfect before you even start. Like you are worried about perfecting it before it's even like a concept. And I think it's just so fucking stupid (laughs) to be honest. And like, Like how did I have, such high expectations for something that did not exist at the time yes yes exactly and like honestly um we can talk about um any advice for anybody later that wants to do what you're doing do stuff that i'm doing stuff like that like honestly you just gotta do it 
<laughs> you just gotta you just gotta launch yourself into it and then you'll learn as you go and of course like maturing is also a kind of thing too where like of course like was I perfect starting out? Absolutely the hell not. Oh my God. My first podcast episode, I'm going to react to my first podcast episode for the first time since airing it on my 100th episode. So it was coming up in a few weeks. Um, and I already know that the difference is going to be drastic, just absolutely drastic. But hey, you know, like you have to have those moments where you grow and you mature and you figure out what you want and what you want to do. And honestly, it's one of those things where like, don't worry about it being perfect. Worry about it being what you are satisfied with, you know, and then you will, you will be met with the right energy as you go. I mean, look at this, like (laughs) you, you're met with a great energy. I met with a great energy, like so many connections, so many relationships being formed, so many opportunities being presented to us. Like, yeah, I definitely resonated with a lot of what you said. I really do. I can't remember who posted it, but there was a video that I saw that was like, the content that you make, like quit making stuff for other people. Yes. Just make it for yourself. And you, when your passion shows like through that, then you're you're gonna find your audience like they're gonna be because at the end of the day like there are people out there that like the same things that you like mm-hmm. like there's always gonna be someone out there so like that's been probably my biggest thing that I've been trying to learn is that like you don't have to make things that you think other people are gonna like just make what you like and then it'll it'll work out for you so exactly. Yeah, I 100% full wholeheartedly agree. Um, speaking of um, what you create, so you sell a variety of sustainably made clothing designs, um, which we love sustainability. We stand. Yes. Um, what collection of clothing are you most known for at the moment? Uh, definitely the I Hate Maddie Healy shirt. <laughs> yeah. That, like that. There is just no doubt that is shirt for me which speaking of that shirt like i um was going through your page just to get like um pictures for graphics and stuff like that and i i saw something like you were at a 1975 concert and maddie healy like just has your shirt now like am i correct with that tell me tell me more about that that is like okay once again this could be (laughs) a very very long story I mean, hell, go off. The whole story. Go off, King. We got you. Do it. Okay. So, here we go. Get ready. (laughs) Grab some popcorn. (laughs) Right. So, um, and this just goes back to like what we were just talking about of make stuff that you like, and your audience will will find it. Mm -hmm. So, um, I started out making specific things that were just the brand uh like just the brand logo and i really enjoyed that um what there wasn't a lot of traction on it i still didn't have like a big following on tiktok or anything but i decided one day when so they were getting ready to release their album the 1975 yeah and of course there's all sorts of promotional things that they're releasing and the 1975 is kind of like really popular Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I've been a fan of them since, well, as long as I can remember. Like, I remember hearing the first song I heard by them was Chocolate. And yep. it was like something that was, I'm pretty sure it was like, I don't want to say it was like one of the free songs on iTunes, but it was like randomly just on my playlist somehow. And <laughs> from then on, it was like, okay, this is my band. Yeah. So, so I've been a big fan of them. And when I'm passionate about something, whenever I like see other things that they're posting, I just like can basically see potential with like designs so they were posting all this stuff and I was like I want to make something for them just because I'm passionate about them and I was talking with my best friend and my roommate and we were just I think we were just like talking about Maddie and it came up just like how he is so controversial yeah. <laughs> we were just like the whole like the 1975 fan base knows this mm-hmm. it is so hard to be a fan of him sometimes mm-hmm. but um i'll get kind of get into that a little more when he enters into the story for real <laughs> but um i was just like man i, I just i hate him you know like i hate him <laughs> but I love him (laughs) I hate him but like I need him you know (laughs) it's like he's such a big part of my life but like I hate this dude so I was like we were like well there's the design right there like that's what it has to be (laughs) so and then it also kind of worked out that like so back in the day Elvis Presley had like these pins made that were I hate Elvis so it was like (laughs) people are going to hate you whether like you're getting their money or not kind of deal, you know? So like, whether you like it or not, like people are going to hate on what you do. (laughs) Like we watched the new Elvis movie and like, that was kind of the thing. He was like, you know, Elvis, people are going to love you or they're going to hate you. So if they're going to hate you, you might as well get their money for it. Yeah. So it was like, you know, that was just like a funny thing to be able to relate it to. But so, I had just the original I Hate Maddie Healy bold on the front, but I knew I wanted to uh, make it my own with the halftone design of his face on the back. Yeah. And, I mean, it was just, in my opinion, it was perfect, you know? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> sure, I, mean, like... I mean, hell, the next time I put it in an order, I'm I'm getting that one because I already have the <laughs> Modernity Has Failed Us shirt, I already have the poster, and I already have your tote as well. Oh, thank you for the support. Yeah, not a problem. That's, like, amazing. Yeah, the shirt, by the way, just self-plug or plug for Charlie. Like, the shirt, super high quality. It's, like, one of my favorite T-shirts that I like to wear, especially, like, like, I could wear it out, and it could be a really fun outfit where people are like, oh, my God, where the hell did you get that shirt? That's really cute. Or you could just, like, lounge around the house, and it's super comfy to wear. It is super breathable. Um, with the tote bag, it's literally like a Mary Poppins bag. I can literally fit so much shit in there. It's insane. <laughs> and it's super high quality. I get a lot of compliments on it. And with the poster, um, I just got it framed, and it looks really, really good. And when No Internal Monologue starts going virtual, I am going to have your poster des- like displayed in the back because I want to try to have as many like small business prints, as many as I can, on the wall behind me and make it like a thing, you know? 
So oh. yours is going to be included on there as well. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I just had to, I just had to go on a tangent of appreciation for your product. So. <laughs> um. So now we are at the point where we have the shirt. Yeah. And just like, um, I want to go back and say like the, I'm I'm not so self conceited that I'm like oh I made this design and it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> I I'm just like the picture itself was perfect of like his face because like the cigarette and like I don't know you just look at the man on that shirt and you're like oh yeah I could see maybe why someone would hate him. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so like I made the shirt and then I took to TikTok to just promote it and mm-hmm. the first the first video I posted I think it got like around 20k views wow and that was that was the first time I'd ever had a TikTok do anything like that yeah so I was like really excited I was like and that kind of just like that was enough for me to be like okay I'll put the shirts into production like I'll put them on the website yeah <laughs> one person buys it great you know i'll be happy if like 200 people buy it then like sick like (laughs) right like that's even better yeah so so i did that um put them on the website and the first day like as soon as i put them on there i sold three and i was like freaking out i was like this is insane like three people have seen me on tiktok liked the product that i made and now they're on my website and they just bought this shirt yeah so i was like just so excited and i was like going into work and telling people like three people bought my shirt you know yeah it's so exciting (laughs) oh my god Um, oh my god oh my god yeah (laughs) so i did that and then like when i left work that next day i think the it was like up to 40 that I had sold. Jesus. And I was like, okay, kind of <laughs> freaking out now. I've never had to make this many shirts like in one time, in one period of time. So, yeah. So I just got to work. I started making shirts and I've never done a pre order system before that. So I knew that um, it was going to take time. Like, Either way, it's going to take time. I'm one person, and I have to make all of these shirts. So I had set up, like, one to four weeks of time for me to make the shirts and send them out. I think I got the first batch done, and it took, like, two weeks because I had to then go through the process of, like, finding where I'm going to order shirts, like, figuring out Mm -hmm. how to also keep a sustainable practice doing that yeah because still at the forefront of like what I want to do is be sustainable Mm -hmm. Um, so I will say as far as the sustainability goes there has not been a single shirt that I've wasted so like every with doing the pre-orders I know exactly how many I need and then if there is a shirt that I mess up it's like going on the website for super cheap. So like the misprint, anyone can get those and it's like a mystery misprint too. So there's a little plug for that. You can go on there and have a little surprise for like super cheap. (laughs) So, right. So 
um, in that, f- in those two weeks, I was like, I got to post a video to keep people like, like let them know I'm, I'm working on their shirts. So I posted a video, um, just like of a few shirts saying they were in production. Mm-hmm. And then that one was like my most popular TikTok. I think still to this day, yeah. It, at like, I think it's close to like ninety five thousand views right now, which, Jesus. in comparison to other people, which I try not to do, is not much. But still, like for me, mind blowing. That's yeah. I'm even thinking so like, was, holy shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that one was like going off, and then orders started to come in more, and then there was one night where. So, like, throughout this whole process, I'm, like, not sleeping a lot. I'm just working constantly trying to get this. Because I'm also still working full-time yeah. at Target. Yeah. And this is, like, holiday season, too. So, it's, oh, like, no. <laughs> either full-time or overtime. Yeah, no uh, kidding. So, I'm doing that. And I'm just coming home and I'm working. And I'm staying up super late. And there was one night where I was, like, okay, I'm taking a, I'm, I'm going to sleep early. I'm like taking care of myself. I'm going to sleep early. So it's like 10 o'clock at night. I looking at my phone, go through Instagram stories and I get to Maddie Healy. Yeah. Dude, you know, when he posts, it's just like random crazies just <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. So I'm like, like looking he, through his. He's an Aries. I get it. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, <laughs> I'm, like, put, like clicking through his stories, and I just see my face. And I'm, like, it doesn't click at first. <laughs> and I'm just, like, when did I, like, get on TikTok? Like, I was so out of it. I was, like, when did I get on TikTok? But he had reposted my TikTok that was, like, the production stage of the shirts. Oh, my God. And he was, like, he said... Um, he put like just the word need on it. So he was like, I need one of these shirts. Holy shit. I saw that and I was like, oh, fuck, I've got to get up. I've got to make shirts. (laughs) I'm like just going at it. So I am going to run through a brick wall right now. (laughs) Right. Like I have to, like, this is insane. So that was for me, that was like just insane. Like I've been blessed to meet people that are you know higher up and things and like I've never been like just shocked by something like that until it was him yeah because he really does mean so much to me as far as like just a creative in general yeah but so after that I was like okay this is legit like this is gonna be something that is gonna go far if I continue to work on it yeah so, we will cut to the first show that I get to go to on this tour, which is in Atlanta. Yes. And we, I knew that I was going to take some shirts and whatever happened, happened. Like, And I think this is like, so within that time, he had posted other people's videos as well of them like wearing the shirt. So, he yeah. definitely knew of it. Um, yeah, there's no way he wouldn't at that point. <laughs> like, right. So he's like, seen it so much. Like, <laughs> and so I was like, I'm gonna take shirts 
whatever happens, happens. But I obviously want to get him a shirt. So we get there like super early where we have, uh, I like made my roommate go with me. He's the best. He, I say roommate, but he's literally my best friend since like preschool. We've, yeah, it's crazy, but he will do like, if I need him to go somewhere with me, it's like, Hey, get a ticket. We're going to see the 1975. He's like, okay, let's go. So he's like, what time are we leaving? Like, (laughs) right. So like, Shout out to him. Shout out Mason. He uh, He's great. But he waited in the cold rain for nine hours with me, like, just to get as close as we could to the stage. And yeah. while we were out there waiting, we also met, like, so many cool people. There were, like, just, I mean, when you're at a concert, you're with your people because you're, you're always there for the same reason. Yes. And it's like you know, you're going to meet people no matter what. So we like formed a group of like 10 to 15 people that was just like there all day in the line. So that was really fun. Um, So we got in, we're like 10 rows back from the barricade and we're like in the middle. So the first, did you get to go to the tour at all? I wanted to so bad. Like, I kept seeing, like, all these TikToks of, like, people going up and, like, of course, like, I'm seeing, like, Maddie doing this, Maddie doing that, and, like, George going off, Ross going off, Adam going off, and I'm sitting there like, dude, I'm like, it is my calling to go to a show at some point. I just got to figure out when. Um, But, yeah, honestly, like, someday it would be, I think that would be, like, my concert, like, my number one concert that I would love to go to is them, 100%. That's they were in which this was my first time ever seeing them live. Yeah. Like one of my biggest regrets was, um, not going to their show. One of their shows when I had the chance, I decided to go do something else. And the other, like, it was like a beach vacation. I had a terrible time the whole time I was there. And I was like, I should have been at the 1975 concert. Yeah. But anyway, (laughs) um, so up until, whenever the Atlanta show was, that was my biggest regret in life. So, um, but so, so we're here at the show and this is my first show. So like, um, the show is kind of broke up into two different parts. So the first part is like the, you know, the, um, what do they call it? Like the, it was more of like theatrical basically oh did they have like the house set up and then he was like going through doors and stuff and so it was like a set and then he was like he came out and we were like oh he is like very messed up like dude was slurring his words like barely you know like stumbling around on stage yeah and so it was all but it's all like performance art yeah so like the first half i knew I wasn't going to try anything with like the shirt. I was yeah. like, this going to be their thing. I'm just going to soak that in. Also, I just wanted to be there. I wanted to be present with it being my first time. Yes. Being... Yes, yes, yes. So the first half of the show happens great. And then the second half, they're like playing the hits and just having a good time. Yeah. So they come out, they're playing um, just like, I don't 
remember the specific song, but I like held the shirt up and they put it like on the big screens and then yes. like everyone like kind of, you know, was like, Hey, like you're noticed, like they, they see you with the shirt. So then <laughs> I'm like sitting there. I'm like giggling like a little schoolgirl, just like vibing up to this. I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm like not nervous but i can feel my heart rate going up just talking about it because it's so <laughs> exciting but yeah. um so i'm like holding it up and the whole time i'm like oh man there's people behind me that can't see because i'm the dude that's like holding a shirt up and i felt bad but yeah. i was like oh, i have to do this <laughs> um so he's getting ready to go into a new song and if you're a religious if anyone's religious, like, this has to be, like, God, because <laughs> his guitar string broke just randomly. Oh, my God. So now there's, like, this time where he's waiting for his guitar to be fixed, mm -hmm. and it's just a pause. So yeah. there's nothing happening. Yeah. So I'm, like, everyone's, like, dude, hold the shirt up. This is it. Like, this is the time. This is your moment. Yeah. And now, remember, I had a group of, like, 15 people that I'd met. So you have me in the middle of all of these people holding the shirt up as high as I can. Yeah. And then you have 15 people <laughs> pointing at me, screaming, like, Maddie, Maddie, look at the shirt, look at the shirt. <laughs> yeah. And then if you've seen the video, he's like, he starts out by saying, like, yeah, like, I've seen it a hundred times. Like, I know you hate me. And then I, like, put the shirt down. And at this point, like, it's dead silent. Well, it's probably not, but for me it is. I'm, like, hyper-focused on him. Yeah. And he's looking at me, and I'm like, it's for you. Like, I made it for you. And he said, oh, you're the guy that made the shirts. Like, you're him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, this is for you. Please take the shirt. Yeah. So then he's like, yeah, can I take it? And I was like, of course. That's yeah. Why <laughs> like, that's so why I'm like, here. <laughs> everybody, like, moved out of the way, and I got to go up, and... I was like looking at him and he was like, uh, for, so I also had a flash drive of like, I did an entire merch line. I designed like, and I've posted some of it on TikTok, but I did a full merch line for them just to kind of be like, Hey, if you need anything, like I'm your guy. So I gave him the flash drive first and he was like, what is this? And I said, it's designs, like just look at them. And he was like, okay, cool, thank you. And then I gave him the shirt, and he was like, thank you. And then I kind of just, like, everyone was just, like, kind of hopping me up, like, dude, yeah. you did it. So I didn't know, like, really what he said on stage until, like, I got home and watched the videos. But, yeah, he, like, held it up, and there were so many pictures, and – Twitter after the show was just like insane. Everybody was posting about it on Twitter. Everyone had their videos up. Yeah. And at that point, I just like turned into the uh, the Maddie Healy shirt guy, <laughs> like <laughs> like on Reddit and Twitter and everywhere. Like everyone's sending me this, and they're like, "Hey, like this is you." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it is. I guess that's me now." Yeah. But um. Yeah, it's just been, that was just, like, one of the craziest moments of my life. Yeah. The fact that, the fact that I had this whole plan and, like, everything worked out perfectly. Like, there was no 
it had to be God. There's no reason. There's yeah. like no way that, yeah, still just like telling the story. So. Oh my gosh, yeah. And like, I'm even sitting here and like, you know that thing where like you just kind of like black out and then you're just like, uh, because you're like so excited about something that you just kind of like right. black out for a little bit and then it starts coming back to you. I'm literally getting like secondhand that emotion just hearing this like I'm imagining it in my mind because you know I can't hear anything I have to picture it and I'm just sitting there and I'm like imagining like myself in this scenario and I'm just sitting there like I don't know how I don't know how <laughs> like well, I would, and for I me would... Too, like sorry to cut you off no you're good but like for me too I there was a time where in that like self-discovering stage it was like everything that he said was so profound which is like kind of the reason why people hate him too but like his interviews and like just his way of speaking and his like i've always respected that he will say what he thinks no matter what because he's like truly himself and so like to be looking at him in person it was like, it kind of took all of that and made it, it was like, okay, this is a real person. And like what he said is like something that I can actually like do, you know, like his, like he's giving genuine advice because he's a real person. Yeah. And then from like, I think after, so after the show, his like, or maybe it was before and I just like watched it again, but like his Zane Lowe interview like, I watched it, and mm-hmm. it was, like, such a weird, it was, like, having a different outlook on it, because yeah. of, like, after seeing him, it was hard to, like, differentiate, like, the person that he kind of has to be on, like, in, like, the media, and then the person that he is in real life, mm-hmm. which, it's not like I know him personally, but still, like, just seeing him in person, super weird, so... It's great, but it was very, very weird. Yeah, so. I bet. Oh my god. Um, with all of that success in mind, um, it like does that kind of like play into like what gets you the most like the most motivated to create new products and content, or like what helps you get the most like in the most creative headspace, like. Can we talk about that a little bit? Like, what really helps yes. you get into the most creative and motivated mind space to come up with new products, new content, all that jazz? So, as far as, like, well, just in general, I am just a creative. I have to be creating all the time. So, it's never, like, I don't have to motiva- motivate myself to create. I'm always, like, going to create. If I'm not creating, I'm not living. So... Uh, that's just as far as that goes, there's always the motivation there just because I simply feel like I have to, to survive, uh, mentally and just, it just, yeah, it's just my everything. So yeah, that is that, um, as far as like actual designs and motivation, I draw inspiration from other people a lot and seeing like other people's drive and like just the fact that they are making like the art that they want to make and like they are living a, the life that they want to live because of the art that they make is like 
the main motivation. Um, as far as like inspiration for the designs themselves with, like I said, with the 1975 stuff, it's like they were posting their promotional stuff. So it was like, I had visions of things that I wanted to make. And then I just kind of went off of that. Um, but that's something that is harder for me with like my own designs because there's no like blueprint. You're, it's yeah. all from yourself. So, um, just, I try to find things that I'm passionate about and find ways to kind of incorporate those into my designs. Yeah. So right now I'm working on like the new collection that's going to be dropping later this summer is basically just like the things that I like as far as like clothing wise. So there's going to be like the cropped button downs, a few new t-shirts, shorts, and like the designs that are on these shirts are simply just what I've been, like how I've been feeling recently. Yeah. Same like the, um, sustainably depressed kids shirt so that was mm -hmm. just simply just like this is like i'm feeling down and i know that this is a feeling that other people are feeling and how can i use that to you know like get get the word out there of like people like i'm here with you like we're all in this together kind of thing yeah so it's really just like I guess it could be based on emotions and just how I'm feeling and the world around me is my inspiration. So Yeah, and I completely relate to um, if you are not creating, then you're not, like, living. Of course, like, of course there are some moments, like, um, I'm sure other people out there experience, like, other creatives. Like, if you have, like, some sort of, like, I don't know why. Like, I always feel like the most unmotivated to create whenever I'm going through something with my mental health. Like, if I'm going through a depressive episode, it's just really hard to do anything, let alone, like, create. Right. Um, and the fact that, like, it's so, like, instilled in you that, like, this is just, this is what it is. Like, I, it, it's, like, basically, like, breathing for you, you know, <laughs> like, creating. And I am feeling myself getting closer to that start, that point um, especially now that like, you know, life is going well and there's a lot of inspiration out there and there's a lot of connections that you make and a lot of people that inspire you like that's that's really, really nice for sure. Um, I will say I will ask, though, um, again, with like, you know, there are obviously some pros and some cons to having like small businesses or like platforms like this. Um, would you want to go into like pros and cons of having Vibrazer? Yeah, we can. Yeah, perfect. Um, so, the biggest thing for me, um, as far as the pros, um, would definitely be the connections that I've made, just like the people that I've met already. Um, and that goes with, like, before. So, like, the through Misfits Rep, and I just tie it all together because it's all, like, part of the journey. Yeah. So, like, with Misfits Rep, I have made lifelong friends like people that I would have never met and like this is and they're like some of the people that if I need something like they there are people that live 
across the country. And if I needed something from them right now, they would do whatever they could to get it done. Mm-hmm. So the people that I meet is just like the biggest thing. Um, there's an artist that is in Misfits Rep and he, his name is Harry Hudson. Yeah. And he has a quote, like he's, he said it multiple times and like within interviews and stuff, but he said to me, he was like, human interaction is the key to life. So yeah, if you're not interacting with people, like you can do whatever you, you can make art, you can do whatever you want. But if you're not sharing that with people and interacting with people, then what's it for, you know? And that was like one of the things that really stuck with me. And so he, um, yeah, he kind of instilled that into me. And then just like, I take that everywhere, even when I'm just out, like I'm just trying to meet people, network and just like, which I'm trying to get into that more after COVID, I kind of fell out of that and lost that side of myself, but I'm getting out there more. Yeah. And this is like forced me to do that. So that's definitely the biggest pro. It's like the connections and um, creative freedom, like having my own thing where I don't have to ask someone if I can do this. If I like it, I can do it. And if I want to do this, you know, who's going to say no? Right. Uh, So that's great. Um, Some of the cons that have come with it. Um the pros definitely outweigh the cons, so that's great. But Good. Another pro. <laughs> so, right. So that that would be a pro. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I guess just, like, it is stressful at times, especially, like, when there were a lot of orders coming through and it's just me. Um, it's stressful, and I feel like there is a – I don't want to say, like, a um, – I'm trying to think of the word here, like expectations for me, as far as like everyone has their, like everyone else that, and this is going back to not comparing myself to other people, but other people like that I grew up with have done their, like they went to college, they've got their degrees and they've got their, you know, their real in quotations real jobs yeah and they're like starting their families and like there's you like see all of these things on social media of them doing their thing and like people from your hometown like praising them and whatever and it's like well I'm just here like in Chattanooga like by myself and no one really kind of knows what I'm doing and yeah feels like there's an expectation to be a certain way. Yeah. And so there's like the fact that you're pursuing art and something that you're passionate about, which is a thing, a thing that I feel like not a lot of people are, you know, blessed to discover that at an age where that, that, that can be what they want to pursue as far as a career. Yeah. So I'm blessed to have already figured out that this is what I want to do. But like just that expectation of like, look at him. He's just working at Target and 
his life must be miserable, you know? Yeah. Like, I've heard it, and it's like, no, you literally, you don't know about me. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. Like, I'm so happy. And in in generally speaking, I'm so happy, you know, with, like, where I'm at right now, so. Yeah. And, like, I completely agree with you. Like, I feel like not a lot of people really discuss that, like, aspect of it where, um, of course, like, again, coming from a small town, like, you see everybody else, like, they have their collegiate degrees. And, obviously, I can't exclude myself from that. I do have a bachelor's degree, but it's not in, like, I'm not doing right now what I got my degree in. So, of course, people see that and they're like, oh, well, you're not doing that. Like, you're just working in the foods industry. Like, what are you? Like, are you miserable? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, and they see everything with no internal monologue and they don't get it, which is understandable because, like, if you work, like, a lot of your marketing has to be on social media and a lot of what you do, like, you put yourself out there through social media. And it's become way more common ever since COVID. Um, and of course, have people done that beforehand? Absolutely. But it really popped off after everything with COVID. Um, so basically, like everything with social media and content creation, it's like a it's like like a little baby career compared to like all of the other careers and like the understanding right. of them in the public and where they came from. Um, and some people from your hometown are just not going to get it. And like, as you said before, you graduated back in 2018 from high school. So did I our five-year reunion is coming up and there's a bunch of people well I say a bunch of people like two people from my class like texting me and they're like are you going are you going are you going and I've literally had to be like I don't know because like it's gonna be so weird seeing how everybody has come along in life and seeing where everybody's at like some people are doing their dream career some people are in grad school some people have some people are married, some people have kids, some people are doing this, some people are doing that, and here I am, and I'm over here like, oh, I have a podcast, and I am a virtual assistant, and I am the manager of a restaurant, and I have three different jobs right now, and they're just all basically, like, drastically different from each other, and some people might see that, and Sorry, um, someone over in the other radio room, like, he was, like, you know, jamming out to music, and he looks over at me, and he goes, are we too loud? I was like, no, you're good, man. Like, you're good. I can't hear shit, so you're good. Um, <laughs> little tangent, hello. But ADHD is really prominent today. But, um, like, it's, going back to it, it's, it's going to be really weird, but honestly, I kind of want to go simply because of the fact that, like, hey, like, as you said, like, I actually am doing, like, really well, and I'm happy with what I'm doing, and I kind of want to see, like, how everybody else is doing and kind of just see different perspectives from then and see, like, hey, like, it's interesting, too, to be like, hey, this is, like, the little teeny, teeny, tiny town that we grew up in. Like, this was the teeny, teeny, tiny worldview that we have, and now, like, all 47, 48 of us have gone drastically different ways and all of us now have all of these different perspectives that the other person may have no fucking clue about. So just that in itself, like, it's going to be drastically overwhelming and very much like a shock. But honestly, that is intriguing and it's interesting. And I don't feel like a lot of people really talk about that, especially when you have like a small business like yourself or if you're a content creator like myself. It's it's 
it's something else and it's different and not a lot of people are going to understand it and not a lot of people are going to give you the credit that you really deserve for that but definitely like pros outweigh the cons and those really keep pushing you through and sooner or later like just you doing your thing and going all out like that's gonna eventually come back to those people and be like oh wow like she actually made a really good life for herself and she's happy or like he's glowing he's really successful he's doing his thing and I wish I could do that you know I will say you um just now have like completely changed my outlook on like going back for the reunions because it's like for me it feels like that is a place that I so my parents are always like don't forget where you came from yeah like what do I have to you know remember that by other than like literally just my family not much at all so it's kind of Mm -hmm. hard to you know remember where I came from because Mm -hmm. it didn't give me much right but um, yeah just like the idea of like I kind of associate that with the part of me that's more of the um just the the person that is stuck in one spot and doesn't know like what he's gonna do what he enjoys like anything and I feel like every time I go back there I feel like I'm just right back in there it's like the world is like the outside world is non-existent (laughs) and it's the craziest thing it's like everyone is like so content just like being there and I don't want to just talk bad about these people because they're like who I grew up with and I do have some genuine connections there, but like, oh man, like, I just don't see how they do it. Cause I wouldn't, I couldn't, I could not, I just could not. It's a different perspective that, of course, they are very content with living in a small town and doing that, and they can see what we're doing. And they're like, oh my God, like, how could they do that? But at the same time, like, we're on the outside. And we're seeing everything that we built up by ourselves. And then we look at everything over there. Like, how can you just stay in one town and be content and do this and do that? Like, how does that satisfy you? And, like, it's just, I think it's just a different point of view, like a different mindset. You know, we all have different mindsets. And it's just weird to see a mindset outside of our own sometimes, you know? Right. And in no way am I, like, shaming them for being there and not leaving. Like, I just know everything that I have gained from leaving and all of the opportunities that I've seen and like who like I genuinely want these people to experience that like I just feel like a lot of these people don't really know what they what the the, the potential that they have even like the older people that may feel like they've kind of you know lived out their life and they'll just be there for the rest of it like no like you still have potential you can still do what you want to do mm-hmm. just go figure out what that is i so. feel that Ooh, nice i mean hey i feel that i used to be in the warper choir and we'd have like hydro flasks and stuff like that all the time and when I, like there would always be one drop every single rehearsal every and time. there would always be like a thing 
and we're like, uh, the, and like, of course, I was um, the person that supplied the pitches. So of course, like, I would make jokes. Like, if I heard like a little thing, I'm like, that's not the that's not the right pitch. And people around me would be like, Morgan, come on, like, you know, so like, it's just like funny. It took, it took me back. Yeah, I was like, just forget about forget about that fucking starting note, you know. <laughs> um. So another question that I really like to ask people at the same time, like, I really like to, as you said with like Maddie Healy, it's really weird to kind of like separate the role from the self um and this question really helps me get inside like the role from the self um what else do you like to do or what are your interests and hobbies outside from everything at vibrasure you know what i mean like who are you as a person so that is oh that's a tough question just because (laughs) like for me in this stage of vibrasure it's like I probably put more than I should into it. So, like, I don't allow myself to have, like, much of just a personal life as far as, like, hobbies and stuff. Um, But for me, I've always been, like, a person that's – I'm, like, an introverted extrovert. So, like, I can talk to people when I need to, and I can do what I – like, I can network when I need to. But I would much rather be at home, you know, by myself working on stuff that I'm passionate about. Yeah. So really, like, just general hobbies. Like, I did play basketball for eight years throughout middle school and high school. So um, that's, like, one of the things we'll just, like, me and my friends will play basketball a lot. Um, I have a dog. He's, like... He's a little shih tzu. His name is Louie. Like, you know, he's super cool. So I'm always like with him and just like watching TV, like soaking in all the forms of media that like an art that I can. I've watched a lot of, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but I just, it, it took me forever to do it, but I finally got around to finishing um, the series Atlanta by uh, Donald Glover. So Ooh. it's like like one of the best shows. So I just finished that. So really just like, yeah, just taking in art, just yeah. music. I have a, have a good little vinyl collection that I'm working on. So oh, fun. And, then, and then I guess this kind of goes in with the brand too, but just like thrifting constantly Mm -hmm. like always like even if it's if i usually when it's for the brand i go in with an idea of what i need to get but a lot of times i just go in and whatever i find is what i'm gonna get so yeah i feel that absolutely i love that there's a few things i've had people ask about like you know because usually my main talking point of when they ask me what I do outside of work is like, Oh, well I work, <laughs> you know, yeah. I have a brand. <laughs> so it's like hard to, that's something that I guess I could kind of, you know, figure out more about myself, but just like general hobbies. So Yeah. I feel that. Um, so going back into, um, everything, um, what are your typical responsibilities as a small business owner? And especially with like, you know, having a day job and working this at the same time, like just take me through your day to day. Like, what does that look like? You know? 
So for me now, uh, when I went back to, um, so I took the two month break from the day job and focused on the brand. And then I went back and through that, I realized the brand is number one focus, no matter what. So I have like, basically I have Mondays and Fridays are the only days that I work full shifts at the day job. So those are kind of like, I won't really do much for the brand on those days, but other days I don't go in until five o'clock. So I basically have a nine to five where I can work on anything I need to for the brand and then do that. So, um, right now the way that it is, is basically just, um, based off of what the orders look like. So if I have a lot of orders, I will usually start my day just with like going out and getting supplies, kind of just whatever I need throughout the day. And then I come home and I'll have like a big chunk of my day will be like actually screen printing. So my number one focus is like customer service and making sure that like, I feel like that's a very crucial thing in this building stage is making sure that the people that are supporting me are happy. Yeah. So just right now it's like main focus is if I have orders, I'm going to be getting those done at whatever cost. So that's the main thing after that. Um, it's usually just like rest, try to, cause screen printing in itself is like, for me, I don't have all of the big, like fan, like fancy equipment and all of that good stuff. Like I literally screen print, like this is not a joke. I found a table beside a dumpster <laughs> but like i need that to screen print on. <laughs> so like once again going back to um mason i was like hey dude there's this table that's like chilling by a dumpster and i need it can we please go get it and so we like literally were taking a table apart and like putting it into a car it's a funny story so, so like yeah i and i had made a tiktok about that like I literally screen print on a table that is from a dumpster while like my other friends are like have big studios and like nice studios and nice things. And it's, it makes it kind of more physically taxing and like more work. Mm -hmm. So that can be, um, but it's fun. Like I've learned from that, from like dealing with that, but So I usually try to just, if I'm printing, I'll have like one day for printing and then just kind of not do anything else for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, But other than that, it's just really a lot of computer work. So like working, checking emails and all of my design work is on, it's all digital. So I don't really do anything other than like, procreate or photoshop and illustrator so there's a lot of a lot of sitting down and a lot of sit down computer work so that's one of the big probably the most time i spend is on the computer uh, just with customer service and also thrifting 
So like every day there's a few thrift stores that are like they, the people know me by name yeah. and they're like, Hey, the new stuff is back there. Go look at it. So, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like sweet. Thanks people, man. <laughs> so they know me and yeah, that's another thing that I just want to touch on real quick is like, yeah. The, um, connections that I've made with people at the areas that I have to like run my errands to. So like the post office, like I'm a regular there and like who would have ever thought me and the postal workers would be like, cool, you know, <laughs> like I go knew? in and they're like, Oh, Charlie. Yeah. Just put your, uh, put your boxes over there and we'll get them for you. I'm like, okay, cool. So like them. And then there's people at like the, uh, office like printing place that I go to that know me by name you know so I really enjoy that but yeah day to day is just kind of every day is different and it can be difficult just because there's not like a set schedule of what needs to be done like overall it's always just day to day which can be a little stressful but you know, that's stuff that we're working on. Yeah. Um, I do have a few more questions for you. Um, okay. I'm going to wrap these two up together because I feel like they kind of go hand in hand. Um, I know you touched on this already with like some certain things, but I really like to get like your full expanded thoughts on that. Um, how would you describe like the success that you've had with Vibrator so far? And like, did you have a mission for the brand when you started and do you feel like that mission is like completed in a way so i'll go with the first part and then i'll move into kind of like where i'm at now yeah so starting out it was always just like me figuring out what i could do for myself and how i could create and have something that was my own so really the whole idea of the brand itself is just your everything's by brazier it's by me it's what i love it's my art and if people enjoy it and they want to buy from me that's great if they don't i have my day job that i'm doing right now like i'm surviving and i'm making art so i'm happy yeah. you know um so that's the general just idea of like starting it when I as far as when would I say I'm successful I feel like I'm successful from the start because I'm making my own art and I'm happy doing it yeah. um, as far as like the success that I've seen now I would have never imagined that it would be where it's at right now um, and I'm so 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 grateful to everyone that has reached out and everyone that's like placed an order there was a moment I was talking to someone else that had reached out for like, um, they run like a magazine article thing in uh, Texas A&M. And they were like wanting to just talk and kind of do like a piece on the brand. And they were like, had a similar question of like, what is like, what are you most like, how do you, I don't know how they worded it, but basically what I'm saying is there was a moment where I was 
I had like so many shirts that I had to screen print and I was super overwhelmed and it was like the first day of spring. So it was like beautiful outside Mm -hmm. and I just had my windows open and I had like my music going. I was listening to Frank Ocean and it was just like, wow. Like I just, like I literally took a step back and just kind of soaked in like, um, and that was also in the time that I wasn't at Target. So like, (laughs) I'm here doing what I love, listening to Frank Ocean, the sun is shining, like life is good, you know? And I, I made a TikTok too. Like I even just like standing there, I think it's just a picture of my feet because like in that moment, (laughs) took a picture and uh I was like this is like I just put on the words like thank you so much like I'm just here and I just want to say thank you so yeah success is like I feel like success is up to everyone like what their own success is what their idea of success is so for me I'm very successful and I'm just super thankful so yeah. I hope that answers your question. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Having, I feel like everyone has different um, definitions of success. And honestly, I think the one that's the most important is like, hey, if you are getting personal fulfillment out of it, then that is success. Right. It's always been like that. And of course, when it comes down to like the money that comes with it, obviously, that's great. <laughs> You need money to survive, so I'm yeah. going to be thankful for that, too. Yeah. Um, so, like, but a lot of times, too, it comes down to, like, people being like, oh, I bet you're making so much money. And it's like, oh, well, no, not really, but, you know, I'm making some, and it's cool because there's a little more financial freedom that comes with that also that helps with, you know, however you determine your own success. So, yeah, it's, it's been fun, and... Um, I mean, that's really all I can say is that it's fun. Yeah, of course. Um, Going into the future of Vibrazer, what are some goals that you have for the future of your brand? So for the brand itself, I want, like, obviously with the sustainability, I want each piece to be its own individual thing, and I want people to be able to say like I want people to know the brand well enough to where they can go to the website and shop from the website and say like that's made for me like that shirt that's my shirt yeah like I don't want Vibrazer to just be like this fast brand that is just producing mass qualities or mass quantities of things that is just like everyone's going to wear. Like I want people to feel like each piece is like specifically made for them and they know that they're getting the highest quality as far as the passion that was put into making it and just the piece of clothing itself. So that is, um, that's like short term, like with the next collection that I'm dropping to, I have a few different shirts that are, that's mainly going to be, thrifted upcycled collection so that's the goal there 
is just having Bob Brazier be more of like a household name that people know for um, individual pieces rather than, you know, like big collections. And then also I want to get into more of like cut and sew. So like full production of items and there are things that I have ideas for, but that's like nowhere near a stage of even being able to talk about it kind of thing. It's just like ideas in my head. Yeah. So I Eventually I would want to do like cut and sew projects that are still unique within themselves to um, kind of keep that idea of like individual pieces. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Absolutely. And I can't wait to see it. Honestly, we're going to have to keep tabs. So I'm very what... excited. I've posted a few things on TikTok, but there's other things that probably won't be seen until they're released. So Absolutely. So if we want to keep tabs on that, we will get links in socials in a little bit. Um, <laughs> we're going to self-plug. Um, so one more question before we get into closing segments and everything. Mm-hmm. So I always ask this to every single person that I interview. Um, do you have advice for anyone wanting to start a venture on their own like you do? Yeah, so, and this advice is going to come from something that was told to me when I first started. Um, my friend that I met through Misfits Rep had a clothing brand, and he was having a lot of success with his brand and I remember talking to him and I was kind of down because I wanted to start this but I'm also just working like another job and I don't feel like I'm having any success and he was like in the nicest way possible he said you have to do what you have to do to do what you want to do so There is no reason to be beating yourself up about working a day job because at the end of the day, you're supporting yourself and you're making your dreams happen by doing that so that you can, you know, put more time and effort into what you're passionate about. And so that is just like, for me, that has been the, just like the quote that kind of has driven me forward through the whole process of like, if I'm in a stage where I feel down or I feel like something's not working the way it's supposed to, it's like, okay, well, having that mentality of like, you have to do this because when you do this, you'll get to that point where you're doing what you want to do no matter what. So just go for it. Just do what you have to do and don't listen to anybody that says anything negative because, and if you do, just make sure you're using that as a way to uh, motivate yourself if you can. There's going to be people that want to do what you do, but they can't. So they're going to knock you down for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. That's not something we have to get into, really, because it's a thing. And yeah, it's there. Just know that that's going to happen. So... Yeah, just stay true to yourself. It's like cliche, but make art that you like and 
people will people will eventually uh, take to it so yeah nice. I think that's the I just want like anyone that is trying to do something like this just like you it's really important that you know who you are but also you're going to figure out new things about yourself mm-hmm. so just be open and just be true to yourself yes so. exactly I feel that Nice. Also, talk to people. Talk like, to people. <laughs> if someone, you know, just talk to people. Yeah. Nice. Well, before we get into closing sentiments, thank you again for coming on. We've been talking for about an hour and a half. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Seem like that, so. Yeah, and you did a really great job, by the way. Thank you again for coming on. I appreciate you. I feel like I kind of got into the swing of it a little bit, so. Yeah. And, of course, like, if you ever want to come back and talk about anything else, literally, you're invited back at any time. Thank you. Yeah, not a problem. Um, So, going into the first closing segment, what can Morgan ask up listening to? I would say what's stuck in my head, but... Dot, 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 question mark, question mark. I can't hear shit in my head. Good job, audience. You're such good fans. Um, <laughs> So, one of the songs that I've been listening to lately, again, like, people are going to be like, Morgan, we get it. But, um, so, basically... I it's a really funny story. I've been rewatching Bojack Horseman again and simply because of the fact that like I'm trying to get my mom into it because I know that it's a show that she is going to like. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, we're going to watch it. So we basically watched the first 10 episodes of the series together. And she was telling me, she's like, oh, wow, like, I really like how they did this or like, oh, that joke was funny or like, oh, I like this and that. And she told me she was getting into it. Um. So, of course, like, if you are a fan of the show, you know the infamous theme song, um, Bojack's Theme, by Patrick Carney and Ralph Carney. I added that to my playlist that I listen to in the car when I just don't want to skip anything. Um, so, it comes on in the car, and I literally just put on my sunglasses, and I feel like an absolute fucking badass listening to that song. So, that's definitely the song that's just been in my, in my head recently, and I'll literally be in my kitchen, and I'll just be like, uh... And I'll be like doing like the saxophone part, just like doing dishes, and I'll just be like, and my roommate's just like, what the fuck are you singing? I was like, don't worry about it. (laughs) So that's definitely the song that I've been listening to lately. That's just been like embedded into my brain lately. Um, so what about you? Do you have any songs that you would like to recommend to the audience? Um, so for me. Uh, there's some obvious bands out there that I really like. Um, the 1975 being one of them. <laughs> so I won't say <laughs> their songs. Yeah. Uh, just listen to anything by them, pretty much. Um, but for me, I... Oh, right now I'm listening to... Uh, so, do you watch American Idol? I have watched American Idol. I don't have cable, so I really am not... like. I, I, like I just like mainly watch it on YouTube when they post their videos. like after the episodes but that's an idea i've just been like whatever these contestants are singing it's like i'm listening to like whatever they're singing so there are a few songs but as far as just like what i'm always listening to we'll go back to harry hudson from misfits he's like not very popular he's kind of still you know figuring out who he is as an artist yeah but 
he's getting ready to release new music and you should listen to his old stuff his most popular song one of them being um cry for love on his first album which is just like a great song yeah and he has a new song that's coming out he played it on a podcast actually for the first time fun yeah so that was like the first time i've ever heard someone do that but he has a new song coming out soon so harry hudson anything by him yeah i'll say and i just put um the song that you mentioned um what was it um oh my gosh cry for love there we go i just put that on the what can morgan not stop listening to playlist on spotify it's kind of like a little mini time capsule um so if anyone wants to go check that out then definitely do that shout out to harry hudson um and yeah and then if there are any more songs that i'm listening to where i'm like oh my god then i'll add those to the list as well um weekly obsessions honestly i'm obsessed with the new tattoos that i got so if you hear like a little bit of like me shuffling around it's me like positioning myself so then i can show um charlie what my new ink is so first i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna show you the one that i got on my thigh okay maybe you'll recognize it if if you can see it okay yeah i see that that's pretty epic (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you who can't see it, it's um, it's a box of cigarettes, and inside where there's like supposed to be the label, it says "Don't throw menthols on the stage," and then surrounding it is the text "Don't like menthols," and of course, if you know the 1975, then you know exactly what that tattoo means. And and some people in my hometown, they're like so confused. They're like, "You have asthma? Why would you put a box of cigarettes <laughs> on you?" And I was like, "It's the fucking reference!" Like, and they're like, "I don't get it." And I was like, "Well, you don't have to get it because it's not on your body." So like, whatever. Um, and then I also have this on my forearm here. I'll show you. So, basically, um, for those of you at home who obviously can't see this because this is not a visual podcast yet, um, I got um, if you see the show BoJack Horseman, there's this painting in his office. And it's basically him looking down at himself in his pool. And it's basically a painting that's supposed to represent the narcissist. So in Greek mythology, um, it was Narcissus. I'm pretty sure. Narcissus? I'm pretty sure that's what his name is. Um, he was a hunter from Thespae or something. Um, in, in like, Bo- Boeatea. I completely butchered that pronunciation. But in Greek mythology, basically, he was known for his beauty. And he rejected all romantic advances. And he eventually, like, fell in love with his own reflection um, in a pool of water. Because, you know, they didn't have, like, a lot of mirrors back then. So he was literally just, like, staring at the reflection of himself in the pool for the remainder of his life. And basically, like, after he died, there was, like, a flower that sprouted. And people saw that and they are like, oh, let's just call it Narcissus, you know? Why not? So the narcissist flower, um, but um, I put it on my arm and I did it with Bojack because number one, Bojack is my favorite show. And um, number two, it's like kind of a reminder of like, hey, like in the show, like if like you can become very successful and fame can like change the fuck out of a person, even though you're like, I'm never going to change. Yeah, it's going to change you. Um, <laughs> So I got this on my arm because, you know, like despite all of the success 
that I am going through right now. Like I am still a person and I'm still a person that needs to take care of themselves and make sure that I don't get too big of a head. Cause I know that if I don't keep myself in check, then I know I'm going to fall into um, the path of like kind of getting really obsessed with myself or really just like not hearing anybody else's judgment whatsoever and just focusing solely on me. Which, of course, like, you have to focus on you, but, like, to an extent. Like, you can't do it in a way where, like, the only person that, like, the only person, like, you're responsible for yourself, but also, like, listen to other people because, like, even though, whether you like it or not, like, you are not the only person in this world and you're not the only person that matters in this world. You're the only person that matters to you sometimes or, like, you're the biggest person that should matter to yourself, but, like, it's not just you, you know? So it's kind of a reminder if I look down on my arm and be like, hey, you know, keep yourself in check. Don't let your ego get to you because, you know, that shit can swallow you whole. Because, like, for the remainder of his life, he literally, like, I'm pretty sure he, like, fell into the pool. Again, this is speculation. Don't correct me if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure he, like, didn't, like, eat or sleep. He just looked into the reflection of his, like, himself in the pond. And then he just kind of, like, fell in and then just drowned. And that's how he, likes to come to his death. And I was like, yeah, like, metaphorically, I will turn out like that if I do not keep myself in check and be careful. So the tattoo is basically a reminder of that. So I'm really, like yeah, I'm really inspired by it. Um, do you have any weekly obsessions as of late? Well, just going off of tattoos, um, I also got a new tattoo this week. And yeah. Can I see it? You. So this one, I've, like, got jeans on, and it's on my, it's like, on my thigh on the top part so oh gotcha fortunately it's not one that <laughs> I, like easily access no you're good you're I good the, um i actually got the vibration logo tattooed on my leg nice. so i've got like like i said earlier i've got the misfits uh logo tattooed so i got the vibration logo as well because it's just like it had to happen yeah so um it was my brother's birthday he wanted to get tattoos so i was like you know what? Yeah, let's do it. It's time. So yeah. I'm kind of obsessed with that right now. And then um, trying to think of something else that I've been into this week. We'll just go back to American Idol. We're at the <laughs> uh, top 26 right now. They changed it this year. So there's not a top 24. There's a top 26. So Oh, wow. And like, just like there's always so many great artists on there that even if they don't win the show, like it gives them a platform to like get their work out there. And yeah, yeah, this season is just like so good. It's super emotional too. I've been like an emotional wreck. Like I will watch videos and just cry. (laughs) (laughs) If you like, I'm pretty sure I posted a TikTok too of me crying to one of them, but yeah, American Idol, great season so far so yeah fun i love that um speaking of loving stuff we all love a good small business of the week so i am gonna jump into that real quick um so basically the small business of the week that we have today is always kindness co so becky got started with always kindness co back in early september of 2020 um i feel like 2020 like that COVID era is a time where a lot of small businesses started out and for a good reason obviously she wanted something creative to do during COVID, and she's always kept going with it because she you know she has 
like she has some health issues and it makes it a little bit hard to have a traditional job um and she's always loved like merch you know being a stan being like a fangirl or whatever and she's always been like a crafty gal her whole life so the shop basically started with like friendship bracelets or like a few simple t-shirts and then it all just kind of exploded from there so she sells merchandise for you know one direction harry styles louis thomason now horan um and she specializes in um embroidered and vinyl apparel and totes and stuff like that glassware stickers all that jazz and coming up shortly she'll be doing like a harry quotes collection um she's also doing a new floral collection and she's also doing a faith in the future collection which has to do with um louis tomlinson's album and then she also is having a collection come out for niall's new album coming out called the show um so that's something you can definitely be interested in. And again, like I was a huge One Direction fan growing up. So I'm like uh, kind of looking at this and I'm like, ooh, interesting. Um, together, I'm like hearing these and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. So speaking of checking everything out, you can find Becky and everything always at Always Kindness Co. has to offer. You can go to her Instagram and TikTok. They're both Always Kindness Co. So I'll spell it out. So A L W A Y S K I N D n-e-s-s-c-o it's all one word and then her etsy shop is basically the same always kindness co um so definitely go check her out and speaking of checking people out we have some links and socials to promote shall we let's do it absolutely so um first off hi i have a website now um (laughs) go to nointernalmonologue.com to check out everything i have up on there Um, I am going to be posting a blog later on today, which is Wednesday, April 12th. Um, I'm going to do this thing where I like post a blog every 12th just so, you know, people are are seeing all that I'm doing like monthly instead of like a weekly thing. Because I feel like weekly, it just gets a little stagnant after a while because like there are some weeks where I'm literally not doing shit. So (laughs) um, I'm going to do like a monthly update on my blog. So that's going up later today. Um, anyways, so speaking of that, I also have a merchandise collaboration with Scorpio Denim. Um, so ScorpioDenim.com, we have t-shirts, crewnecks, stickers, 8x10 prints. But if you're looking for more, like, if you want, like, a mug or a tapestry, a clock, a phone case, whatever your heart desires, you can go to SocietySick.com slash ScorpioDenim. You can find their designs on there as well as mine. Um, my Disrupt Magazine article about the show is still up and running. No Eternal Monologue is the hottest podcast you should be listening to right now. Their words, not mine. Well, you know, it's my words too, apparently. So <laughs> go to disruptmagazine.com and check that out. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at no internal monologue underscore podcast. You can also follow me on TikTok at no internal monologue. My podcast Twitter, I'm not as active on there, but I one of my goals is I want to be more active on there is at N-O-I-N-T underscore monologue. Then if you want to follow my personal Instagram, it's K-I-N-D-A-M-O-R-E underscore m-o-r-g-a-n-n my personal tiktok as well is m-o-r-g-a-n underscore l-e-i-g-h-99 then i have my spotify playlist what can work and not stop listening to links down below english wow it's hard um <laughs> my spotify page and my apple podcast page is down below as well but you can also find me wherever you get your podcasts if you're listening to right now then congratulations you found me just follow me while you're at it you know what are you doing um <laughs> so while we're at it Charlie, how about you? Take I'm take just, it away. Promote yourself. I just listened to all of those, and I'm like, okay, I have um, <laughs> TikTok and Instagram, yeah. so they're the same. It's just the brand name, Bob Razor. That's um, B-Y, 
B-R-A-Z-I-E-R. Um, so that's for TikTok and Instagram. You can find me there. And then also vibrazor.com. That's going to be the main website where you can place any order that you want. And also there on that website, I have a contact form. So that will lead right to my email, which is vibrazor at gmail.com. If you have questions about orders or if you just want to say, hey, feel free to <laughs> go on there and uh, I'll get back with you. So Absolutely. Yeah. Love that. And um, for those of you who don't know as well, I also talked about um, Charlie and Vibrazier on episode 93 of my podcast. So definitely go check out that shout out as well. And then if you forget, like if you if you just don't know how to rewind, then you can also go on episode 93 and find all the contact information for him as well on there. Um, and then other than that, um, before we get off, well, thank you all for listening for about like an hour and 44 minutes. I appreciate you very, very much. Um, here's a little gift for you, my new supporters, old supporters, however, um, welcome. Here's a little gift for you. Well, actually two, um, don't forget, uh, to book a beauty service appointment with Cosmo by Kenna. Tell her Morgan from No Internal Monologue sent you her way. You'll get a 10% off referral discount if you do from one of the best cosmetologists around. So go check her out. And while we're at it as well, this is for a limited time. So go while you can. I know you mentioned that you like um, vinyls and stuff like that. So yes. um, I did a small business shout out for vinylify.com. Um, if you want to use my code N I M. Um, F-I-V-E exclamation mark. So N-I-M five exclamation point. Um, you can get 5% off your first vinyl and it is valid until the end of August of this year, 2023. So go check that out. They're getting some new like colors going. They're getting some new designs going. It's fully customizable. It's super, super, a really nice and really creative service. So definitely go check them out. And while we're at it, yeah, that's all I have. Any... <laughs> Any last words? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I got everything out there. So Yeah, perfect. Awesome. Yeah, so. Well, thank you again for coming on. It was honestly really, really fun talking to you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So while we're at it, we are going to log off for the week. I will talk to you sometime next week. I think next week I'm going to do like a ranking video of the entire discography of the 1975 because I haven't done like a ranking video in a while. So go check that out next week. But while we're at it, signing off. Toodaloo, you freaking buckaroos. <laughs>